part five chapter twenty three b and part six of a vital question or what is to be done by nikolai chernyshevsky translated by nathan haskell dole eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five and others this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part five new people and the finale chapter twenty three b the young folks were by themselves i did not know him nikitin but you knew him didn't you asked mosolov i was a little boy then but i saw him but how does it seem to you now as you look back do they tell the truth would he accept her friendship no and haven't you seen him since no however beaumont was at that time in america really karyakovlitch come here just a moment did you meet in america that russian of whom we are speaking no it should be time for him to come back yes what an idea came into my head said nikitin he would make a nice match for her gentlemen some of you come and sing with me said vira pavlovna so two of you want to come so much the better mosolov and nikitin stayed behind i can show you an interesting thing nikitin said mosolov what do you think is she sleeping no only don't tell you can tell her after you get better acquainted with her but nobody else she would not like it the windows of the apartment were low this window you see is near the fire mosolov looked that's it do you see the lady in mourning had moved her chair to the table and was sitting down with her left elbow she leaned on the table the palm of her hand supported her drooping head hiding her cheek and part of her hair her right hand was resting on the table and her fingers were drumming mechanically as though she were playing some tune the lady's face had a fixed expression of melancholy sorrowful but still more stern her eyebrows were lifting and drooping lifting drooping is it always so mosolov you see however let us come away else we'll catch cold it's already quarter past ten what a heartless fellow you are said nikitin looking keenly into his comrade's eyes as they passed by the lamp in the entry you are getting sentimental little brother is this your experience lunch was ready what splendid vodka this is said nikitin how strong it is it takes away your breath eh little winch your eyes are already red said mosolov all began to make fun of nikitin in the same way it's only because it choked me but i can generally drink said he in justification they began to look at their watches it's only eleven o'clock we can count on half an hour more we shall have time in half an hour katerina vasilievna went to wake the lady in mourning she was met by her on the threshold stretching herself after her nap did you sleep well splendidly and how do you feel magnificently i told you it was a mere trifle i got tired because i fooled too much now i shall be more staid but no she could succeed in being staid in five minutes she was already charming polozov and ordering round the young men and was drumming out a march or something of the sort with the handles of two forks on the table then she was in a hurry to leave but the others who had got into a gale from her renewed riot did not want to go are the horses ready she asked getting up from the lunch-table not yet we have just sent to have them put in you good-for-nothings but if this is so come vira pavlovna sing us something i have been told that you have a splendid voice vira pavlovna sang i shall often ask you to sing said the lady in mourning now it's your turn now it's your turn they all cried but they had hardly time to urge her before she was seated at the piano 
well all right only i can't sing but that makes no difference i don't care for anything now mesdames and messieurs i'm not going to sing for your sake but for my children children don't you laugh at your ma at the same time she struck the chords which led to the accompaniment children don't you dare to laugh for i shall sing with feeling and trying to bring out the notes as squeaky as possible she sang moans the dark blue the young people roared with laughter at such an unexpected method and the rest of the company also laughed and the songstress herself could not refrain from joining but suppressing her merriment she continued twice as squeaky as before moans the dark blue little pigeon moans all day and moans all night for his sweetheart but at this word her voice really trembled and choked it doesn't go and it's just as well that it doesn't go but if this doesn't go something else will something better listen children to your mother's advice don't fall in love and know that you have no right to marry then she sang in a strong full contralto in our towns a host of beauties are in each twilight eye there shines a star happy fate regards them all sincerely but this but is stupid children but the brave young fellow loves too dearly there's no sense in that it's perfect nonsense but you why do not wed her gallant youth hear my warning words still more nonsense children and maybe this is also nonsense you can fall in love you can wed but it must be only through choice and without deceiving yourselves children i am going to sing to you how i married it is an old romance but i am also old i am sitting on the balcony of our castle dalton for i am scotch i am beautiful and pale further down is the forest and the river bringle to the balcony slowly stealthily comes my lover he is poor and i am rich i am the daughter of a baron and a lord but i love him dearly and i am singing to him how beauteous bringle's rugged shore and forest green and tall my love and i we love it more because i know he hides there in the daytime and every day he changes his retreat than even my father's hall however the father's hall is not so lovely in reality and so i sing to him i am going with thee what do you suppose he answers me wouldst thou be willing maiden tell to lose their rank and race because i was high-born but ere thou yieldest weigh it well what fate thou hast to face art thou a huntsman i asked no a poacher you have almost guessed said he when we the sons of night have met because you know that all of us children mesdames and messieurs are very wicked people we take a solemn vow what once we were we must forget forget what we are now he sings i guessed it long ago i say thou art a brigand well it is true he is a brigand yes he is a brigand well gentlemen he says don't you see i am a poor match for you o maiden i was born for strife and forests dark i wend absolutely true dark forests so he says don't go with me how terrible will be my life because in the dark forests are wild beasts how pitiful my end that is not true children it will not be pitiful but thou he and i have thought and he has thought and still i answer as before how beauteous bringle's rugged shore is forest green and tall my love and i we love it more than e'en my father's hall in reality it was so consequently i must not be sorry i was told what to expect thus you can marry and love children without deceit and know how to make your choice the moon climbs the sky serenely and brightly the soldier lad nightly to the battle must hie his gun is loaded all with care and to him says the maiden fair 
my dearest with courage go forth e'en to die with such girls as that you can fall in love and such you can marry forget what i told you sasha listen to her whispers vira pavlovna and presses her husband's hand why didn't i tell thee this now i shall tell thee whispers katerina vasilievna i allow you to love such and i bless you my children my dearest with courage go forth e'en to die i have had a perfectly lovely time with you and where there is enjoyment you must have something to drink hey my little alehouse maiden pour me out the mead and wine mead is simply because you can't lose a word out of the song is there any champagne left is there capital open the bottle hey my little alehouse maiden pour me out the mead and wine so that gay and joyous feelings may fill full this heart of mine who is the alehouse maiden i am the alehouse maiden black as night the maiden's brows are bright as steel her heel she jumped up rubbed her forehead with her hand and pounded with her heels i've found it out already as dames and messieurs and you dear little old man and you children help yourselves your little heads should be gay and happy to the shinkarta's health to the shinkarta's health thank you i drink to my health and again she flew to the piano and sang may sorrow vanish in dust and it will vanish and to our hearts reborn come endless joy like morn and it will be so this is sure gloomy fear shall pass away like the shades when sun brings day light and warmth and fragrance rare drive out darkness and despair faint corruption's odour grows strong the fragrance of the rose part six change of scenes let us start said the lady in mourning but now she was no longer in mourning a bright pink dress a pink hat a white mantilla and a handsome bouquet she was not alone but with mosolov mosolov and nikitin were sitting on the front seat of the carriage on the coachman's box was a third youth and next the lady was a man of thirty years how old was the lady was she only twenty as she said and not twenty-five but this is a matter of conscience if she exaggerates yes my dear i have waited for this day more than two years when i first got acquainted with him she indicated nikitin with her eyes i only anticipated but i cannot say that i expected it it was only a hope but soon came assurance excuse me excuse me says the reader and not alone the sapient reader but every reader growing more and more astonished as he thinks it over for more than two years since she got acquainted with nikitin yes i say she got acquainted with nikitin at the same time that she got acquainted with the kirsdnovs and beaumonts on that slaying picnic which took place at the end of this winter absolutely true i say what does it all mean do you tell about things taking place in eighteen sixty five yes is it possible have mercy why is it impossible when i know that is enough who will listen to you doesn't it really please you whom do you take me for of course it doesn't if you don't care to listen now of course i must postpone the rest of my story till you are ready to listen i hope it will be very soon april fourth old style april sixteenth eighteen sixty three end of part six recording by expatriate in bangor maine end of a vital question or what is to be done by nikolai chernyshevsky translated by nathan haskell dole eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five and others